<laughs> All right, here we are again, back episode two of Almost Blurreds. I'm JB. Oh, oh, that's me. I'm Dovecat. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. How how are you? How are you today? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> that's all that. That's I'm here. My my son it. has been um he has been on ten thousand today, and it's too early to go to bed. So that explains everything <laughs> that you need to know about my situation. Mm, no power. To, I'm still recuperating. I decided to go and have big fun in New Orleans over the weekend. I'm jealous. And as a result of big fun, I am tired. I am tired. I have a blister on my foot from all of the walking. Ew. Ew. I, yeah, it was a lot. But um, did you have fun? I did. I ate a lot man. more than I needed to. I drank <laughs> a lot more than I needed to. I did get to see K-Town with <laughs> newly, um, I'm going to call him a newly appointed K-Town legend, Brandon Ingram. I did oh, go yeah. to one of the games. Uh, and Zion Williamson is like amazing to see in person. This man Ooh. is a beat. Oh, Zion? Zion? Oh, oh my God. Amazing. But yes, they did win. Um, it was starting to look bad. <laughs> But um, somewhere down the line, they decided to get themselves together, and they got a win. Now, I granted, was... they had they didn't play against Luka Doncic; he wasn't in the um, in the Mavericks lineup, so that probably contributed. Oh, hell. but a win is a win. A win is a win. And as you're talking sports, I'm just like, yes, um, <laughs> okay. But it's just always funny. I don't know. Like, it's always funny when people talk about Brandon and it's just weird because, you know, my husband used to coach him. Mm, yeah. That, cause he, uh, who hasn't my husband coached? But that's that's always interesting to me. Always. What was interesting to me is hearing people actually scream his name. Like, I'm sitting oh, in the yeah. stands and hearing people like, hey, Grum. And I'm like, hey, yeah, he is out there. <laughs> I think, I remember, this is going to be crazy and this has nothing to do with, um, with with blurred stuff but this is also as far as my knowledge of sports goes watching it you know with mm-hmm. my husband and learning stuff through osmosis that doesn't really help at all either but either way <laughs> i remember like watching him in high school and how little and frail he was and then how little and frail he was at duke and being terrified not terrified but like scared for him to go into the NBA because he was so little. <laughs> He's still little. He's still little out there. I'm like, mate, I don't know how if he will build mass. I mean, you got people like Kevin Durant who are just thin people yeah. who learn to hold their own. So, but yeah, he was out there playing. I was, I was a proud K Town native last night. I so. know. Uh, cool. I've heard nothing but positive things about his personality and stuff. He's, I've heard he's really, really nice and he's a cool, cool guy. And um, I wish mm-hmm. him success. Yeah, he seemed cool. I was watching him interact with the people out there, like the refs and the mm-hmm. people who are getting the balls and stuff. And he just seemed like a, just a genuinely good person to them. Yeah. You know, some people change a little bit when money gets, you know, in the way and stuff. But it, it seems that he might be still grounded, which is always good to see. If I ever get money, I'm changing. <laughs> <laughs> Not changing, though. I am changing. Changing. All right, All right Jennifer Hudson. Well, I'm changing. In, in the spirit of changing, let's go ahead and change subjects <laughs> into our content for today's episode. So, first, I want to ask: Did you finish 
Zack Schneider's Justice League. I didn't. <laughs> but, but uh, what point am I up to? I am up to now. Dang, I can't even remember. Because the plan was to watch it. See, this is okay. So the plan was to watch it this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. But then I discovered Star Trek Discovery. I heard that was so good and I Ooh. need to get into it. Oh, it's good. It's real good. I'm on season. I'm on season one. I just started it, so it's really, really good. And let me tell you something. The chick that's the um the lead. Oh, well, you know, I remember her from Walking Dead. So she yeah, you know, I don't do Dead. scary stuff. Oh yeah, gory, creepy. She was also in Once Upon a Time. I didn't know that. I didn't watch yes. that. Gasp. Okay. <laughs> I just, just like I don't know. I just for some reason I just didn't get into it. But um, she didn't make it too far. Once upon a time, she left once upon a time and went to Walking Dead. So. Oh, so yeah, she's definitely she's dev. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. And let me tell you something. On most occasions, on most episodes, I am screaming. Listen to black women. <laughs> okay, she be knowing every episode. They question her. She's been right. That's yeah, all I want to say because you haven't watched it yet, but it's really yeah, I'm, good. I'm going to watch it. That's been on my list because I've heard a lot of really good things about it. I, I'm i more inclined to watch Star Trek than I am to watch Star Wars because I, I, you know, you recommended The Mandalorian and I said, I'm going to watch it. But then I talked to some people at my job and they said that there's like a reveal at the end of one of these seasons that isn't that big reveal unless you have knowledge from the original trilogy. You have enough knowledge to to appreciate the reveal. I do? Yes. Okay. Because my knowledge is very limited. I don't even know people's names. So you, <laughs> I feel like you know enough. Because so, I, I don't know that gold one, the gold machine that be walking around talking, but I do know R2-D2. Okay, that's a little thing. Um, and um, I know Luke. Then you good. You good to go. Okay. And you know Luke and you know Darth Vader, right? Yep, I know Darth Vader. And you're familiar with? I know Darth Maul, too. Okay, you're familiar with him? Yeah, because he had the saber with the double ends. Yep. (laughs) But, yeah. um, But um, you have enough enough to watch. And like I said, I I feel like things you don't understand, you'll look up. So I don't think you need to have a working knowledge of the entire trilogies. Well, that's that's good. Okay, I'll I'll keep that in mind. You can watch it. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot. It is on my list. Maybe but I'm, I'll probably watch Star Trek Discovery first. That's fine. We yeah. can talk about that because I'm on episode six, seven. Mm-hmm. I still I'm almost done with. Well, I'm almost completely caught up on Discovery of Witches too. Yeah, I'm almost caught up on that. That's a really good that show you know how sometimes when books become tv shows or movies they kind of like kind of out out there or they don't really line up or it's too it's too crazy it's it's never really a good like Mm -hmm. match i feel like this show really matches up with the books because i've read all three of the books and i think it's really good the casting is really good it's the pacing for the series on par with like okay first season is about the first book and then the second season is like that or is the first season and the second season probably all a part of the same book now i do have to i read the books like five or six years ago i read all three of them pretty quickly Mm -hmm. and with the second season 
No. So I'm if I'm right with my thinking in the books, the first and second season are going over the first book. Okay. Um, with a lot of stuff that they took out. But I think if you were to read the books, I think some of the most important things are still in the series. Are still in the series that were in the book. So and I recognize that too. So I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um there were some things that were they kind of like background mm-hmm. to to like in the book that they're kind of bringing to light in the show, but that's because the writer really had, she's like really kind of hands on with the whole process. Mm-hmm. So that helps too. That's probably why it's so like on par. Okay. Well, I will definitely continue and I might read the books too, because I do like to read a good book. I'm trying to think the book. Well, yeah, the books are pretty good. The books are pretty good. They, they did very good casting. I actually have um, three Audible credits at the moment, so I might actually just do the Audible thing. Mm, look at you, Audible. I cannot get into Audible. <laughs> Let me that out of my, my face, but... <laughs> what? Okay, here. All right, here. <laughs> All right, so since we haven't finished Zack Snyder's Justice League, I guess we can go ahead into episode two of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that episode is called The Star-Spangled Man. Well, so hopefully if you're listening, you know that from this point on will be spoilers. Spoilers, <laughs> so, okay. So if I mean, if you're ready for that, then, you know, die right on in. If not, you may want to go watch the episode first. And then only, come back and listen. It's only like 40 minutes, so you'll live. Exactly. So. The episode starts with us seeing John Walker, the new Captain America, in the locker room. And I'm guessing, is this supposed to be his girlfriend? Is That's my assumption. Wife? I, it felt very girlfriendish, not very Very wife-ish. girlfriendish, wifeish. Yeah. Um, and I was listening, and see, it's so funny because I remember your description of John Walker last week. Mm-hmm. And this whole opening scene was just like maybe they're not gonna go that direction Mm -hmm. it felt very like oh he's a good guy yes he's he really understands the pressures of having this this shield now and this Mm -hmm. title so i was like okay maybe this is going to be different i had the same thought process but uh no you're right Mm -hmm. i can see see his sidekick partner i'll say partner because they actually apparently caught heat in the comics for labeling him a sidekick because in the comics, black characters were notorious for becoming sidekicks to white characters. So in order to get around that or to, you know, not be so ignorant to that, he's often labeled as a partner now. So even in, in this episode, you hear him actually refer to him as his partner rather than a sidekick because you know that's what they did with sam sam came um, in hard and was quickly a sidekick quickly. and then and if you remember there's actually a moment in this episode where he where john walker was talking to sam and bucky and says that something about captain america's wingmen helping him and he says see it's always that last part and then that he gets last out. part but I fast forward real quick. So he was in the locker room <laughs> and he was preparing to go out to do press, mm-hmm. which apparently based off of what they're talking about, this has probably been his umpteenth press <laughs> moment mm-hmm. since being Captain America. 
And yeah, what were your thoughts on this whole this beginning part? You know, this introduction um, and the in the press conference, I, I guess you call it. I really so like I really I really thought that they were just kind of they weren't gonna follow the line of like the comic of him being like an egomaniac. Like mm-hmm. I just thought that they were trying to basically prove to us that he was not gonna say regular, but prove to us that he was um just a regular hero just common Mm -hmm. hero like everybody else you know i mean of course he's not like everybody else because of all the work that he's done in the um in his previous life of being like was he like special forces or something they were saying i think they said even prior to being chosen for captain america to i think they said two weeks ago they were on a top secret mission in like chile or something right so and he's very decorated. So honestly, mm-hmm. if we're looking at it from that perspective, he look like it looks good. He looks he's a really good choice. Like I mean, if I, if I pulled that resume, I might have been like, you know what? Let me put this aside so we can pull him in for a second interview. So I mean, I mean, and it looks good. I I I was like, okay, he's he's decorated. I was just mm-hmm. like, he he's a, a real like an actual hero. Not like they're kind of trying to get away from like this superhero type of situation mm-hmm. and more of like your regular hero your you know your army vets that type of thing is mm-hmm. what i was getting from the introduction of sam i mean not sam what's his name john J- okay his name need to be sam okay <laughs> sam i mean john but um so i don't know but immediately immediately i didn't like his i didn't like his partner mm-hmm. immediately i don't know why he i was just like i don't like you yeah there's something about how he his approach to the conversation and then when you know if we're fast forwarding and we see how their first encounter with Bucky and Sam was I'm like mm-hmm. ooh something's just off something's just off but so I don't have to keep fast forwarding after the <laughs> after the the interview we get an update with Bucky mm. who just shows up <laughs> wherever Sam is because oh, you know, happened i was like i mean wait there's a it's a it's a plot hole right here like how did he know where he was gonna be unless it's just that's where he works now i don't know but you know he's just trying to show up and it's you know this is clearly the first time they've spoken since the shield had been handed off to him right and no hey how you doing but sam why'd you give up the shield but you know what's crazy now that i'm thinking about it i'm a little irritated at Bucky for, for that. Cause mm-hmm. like she mentioned in the first episode, she was just like, he's been trying to reach out to you. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what if he, Sam was trying to talk to him about the shield. And he was like, what if he was going to say, Hey, you can I don't feel it. like I should have this, but you were closer to him. And you, I mean, if we're being honest, you're also a super soldier. You exactly. More like that. But then mm-hmm. I guess if you think about it, there probably been a hard transition in general for the government to deal with because yes. they were still trying to cope with the things that Bucky had done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even though he had been calling him, there's no telling what type of conversations he wanted to have with him, but we would never know because he would not answer the phone. The phone. And, and Sam's a little salty about it. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's salty about it. So. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of I kind of chuckled a little bit. What was it that Sam said about the big three? Whatever, but aliens, oh, um, androids, androids, and warlocks. Or Didn't he say yeah, warlocks so, or sorcerers? Yeah, or something. No. He oh something he did. Like, 
I think he said he's a warlock, warlocks. And they were like, we have Dr. Strange. And he was like, no, Dr. Strange is a sorcerer. And they was just mm-hmm. like, a sorcerer. What did he say? Something like a sorcerer. He said, a sorcerer is a wizard with no a hat. Wi- yeah, a wizard without a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And he said it with a straight face. But then, like, even though he grinned, there was a part of me that was like, no, this fool is serious. Very. And then I sat back and thought about it. I was like, is that it? We had Loki, who is a... Uh, uh, what do is he a wizard? Kind of. He's or like, a sorcerer. I feel like. I feel like sorcerer. Just, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, he's just a master of mischief for me. Like it's just. I guess he can be like a sorcerer. But then we have Thanos, who's clearly an alien. We had yeah. um, Ultron. Ultron, who's an android. Mm-hmm. But was, that's it, though, right? Yeah. Wait, who was the android? The thing in um in um Thor. Oh, I don't know, but that would be an alien. The alien. Yeah, they came with an android on. Because remember, he was fighting that thing. I guess that wouldn't technically apply to Captain America, though. I mean, Captain America is not really human. Yeah. Well, he is, but not really. Yeah, he's altered. And the Winter Soldier, his his enemy was Bucky, Bucky who was just another super soldier. Mm. Oh, Bucky. That's, anyway, but oh so we see that whole sequence, and we see that Sam says that they have figured out where the black um, smashers. Yes, yeah, smashers. I was about to call them something completely different after flag, and I knew that just do it. Right. I say go with it. Say what you were gonna call them. <laughs> but yeah, they figured out what the flag smashers were because they've identified that. Um, well, what is it? Red Wing has been following them, and he was able to find whatever location they were at. So they go oh, yeah. all the way there, which to me is all kind of interesting. There was a part of me that felt like Bucky, regardless of what was going on, he would have wanted to go. <laughs> Yes, because I mean, he's been so far removed from everything, and then this is probably the only person that he has a decent working relationship yes. with that's outside of Wakanda, which yeah. they did make an, uh, they, a reference they, to they, that. They keep doing it too. I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if my boo Ryan put Bucky back in Wakanda, okay? <laughs> oh, man. And then, then we found we got our, our action sequence. I feel like we're gonna get one good action sequence every episode. Oh yeah. I feel oh, it yeah. in my spirit. That, that was 18 wheelers. <sighs> yes. So we have and then we're technically introduced. I don't know if we can consider her the main villain, but she's clearly a villain of sorts. I don't think she's a true I don't think she's the real villain. Yeah, I feel reason, like there's someone else because someone like there's is somebody looking else. for her. I feel like it's somebody else. Um, of course, we know Zemo was coming eventually, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I feel like Homegirl's gonna flip. But the weird thing is, you remember? Oh, I'm skipping ahead, but remember right after the sequence and they get um, posted up in a little house. We're gonna call it a safe house with mm-hmm. people that support them. She got a text message saying, "Yo, you took something that was mine, and I'm mm-hmm. going to kill you." Right, so I'm to like, me, that says okay. So she might be the face or the villain to them, mm-hmm. like Sam and them. I don't but think there's someone real- else that's that's out here, and whoever that person is is probably the person they need to be most concerned about. They mm-hmm. just don't know it yet. So, and we know it's not Zemo because his ass is in jail. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm jumping. So, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. 
My yeah, bad. But this episode was good though. It was, it was it was like there was so much there was so much meat to this. Because <clears throat> we find out that all of these people who are working as a in the flag smashers group, or at least the ones we've seen so far, are all super soldiers. Yes. So at that time, I think they counted what I think originally they counted five, but then I want to say he has said eight at some point. Mm-hmm. And so they have eight people that we know of there that are all super soldiers on top of this Carly girl, because we know what well, we thought she was a hostage at first. Well, it's just kicked him straight out of that truck onto another woo, truck. She- Kicked his ass out that damn truck. I said, Bucky. I said, no, no. I like, she's not good. But you know what disappointed me in that fight scene on the 18 wheelers is that, okay, these people are super soldiers, but they're not skilled fighters. No. These are just people. So it it was very hard for me to make sense of how you have a super soldier like Bucky, who is a skilled assassin. Mm -hmm. But they trained him. Yeah, who was getting manhandled this way. Like I'm just like, yo, no, that's not how that's supposed to work. Like I get that you had like two people, but you you have fought hand to hand against Captain America. Right. You fought against Black Panther. Right. People who are known for their fighting skills. And then you sit here getting your ass whopped by these people. I, I struggle with that. It probably was unexpected too. And maybe I don't know, she looks young. Mm-hmm. She does. She looks very young. It's not like she looks like an adult. Like, well, she is an adult. But right. to me, I think she's probably playing like a teenager. She looks very young. And I'm not going to say he was afraid, but mm-hmm. they all look real young. Except yep. for that tall one with the long hair. We've yet to see his face. I don't know what's up with that. but Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. He did get his ass kicked. <laughs> and Sam <laughs> mentioned it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam was like, you got your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there like, Yo, like they really get in the butt. But all R.I.P. the Red Wing. Didn't even make it like, episode. She just grabbed Red Wing out the air and just flipped them. Just blue, blue. I was like, damn, Red Wing. Right. Didn't just get any hold accountable to anything that was going. Why was Red Wing like you? Why are you that low? <laughs> you were he was shooting. Him. What Red Wing shooting? Red Wing. Was yeah, like, I know. But we saw him shooting planes and stuff in the sky. Like I feel like he could have, you know. Going up a, a foot or, or something, so. but she but she could jump. You see how high she could jump? Yeah, she, she probably would have grabbed them anyway. She did jump. Oof, y'all, that was crazy. Oh yes. So, and then we saw how how dedicated the flag smashers are to the cause mm-hmm. because shortly after that, you know, they were getting cornered by um, what did they call them? The blow something. I think it, probably the people that are actually looking for her. Because oh. these people that were coming after them, they were named something else. These weren't like this wasn't the government, right? But so, they looked like it. Yeah, they did. They did look like it, which could very maybe they this organization that's coming after her is actually the government for another country. We never mm-hmm. know or so, something covert for the U.S. Mm-hmm. That's true too. I mean, so so we we saw how dedicated they were because one of them literally sacrificed himself just so. I, that they I could wish get I would lay down my life. I would have like, get on this plane with y'all. Y'all better hustle. He could have pushed that pole down and then got back in the car because I mean they couldn't drive around it. <laughs> he didn't even seem sad about it. He was like, "Well, got to do what I got to do. See you later, guys." Right. At first, I was like, "Is this like a a love interest of hers?" But no, she just gave him a hug and was like, "Okay, thanks. <laughs> Be safe." Ass got killed. Okay. Quick, 
quick. Okay. You might be a super soldier, but them bullets come with a bit more force than your body can take. Okay. So then we move on to what was easily probably the most, the best part of this episode. Was Isaiah. So like, so after this, after that, we hear Bucky tell Sam that there was someone that he needed to meet. I'm sitting back like, who the hell is this going to be? Right, because oh. I honestly felt like I didn't think, honestly, when I was in my mind, when I envisioned Bucky, I just envisioned Bucky just going from mission to mission to mission to mission. And then in between those missions, he was just on ice. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't see him living like a life mm-hmm. in between those those missions. And it seems like he was living a, at least a little bit. Right. Because he made this guy at a bar. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. So, Bucky takes Sam to, apparently, we're now in Baltimore. Which I think is a deliberate, but I'll explain mm-hmm. that. Go ahead. So we go to we go to Baltimore and Sam is in well, they go to someone's house. We gotta start there. Start to um we go to somebody's house and young kid answers the door, it's like, hey, you know, we're here to see did they refer to him as Isaiah first? I think they did. They mentioned Isaiah. Um they asked, Is Isaiah Bradley here? And that boy was like, Nah, he ain't. And they didn't show his face. They didn't really show his face Mm -hmm. in the beginning. I had to look him up to see what he looked like because the scene with him and his face was so dark that you really didn't see what he looked like. Mm -mm. So, but yeah, after doing what most black people would do if your mama or your daddy said, tell them I ain't here, you kind of (laughs) vet him out a little bit and be like, hold on, he just said something very specific. Let me go check to see if that changes things. Mm -hmm. Because if it hadn't changed things, oh boy, when it came back to the door, it was like, he still ain't here. Right. Y'all need to go. Coming in my house. <laughs> so Ooh, this is probably my favorite scene. Oh Jesus. So mm. that's when um Ooh. that's when Bucky says, yo, tell him that Uh-oh. the guy he met at a what was it, a Goyan bar or something is here. Okay, so what was his grandson name again? What well, was it? It's, it's Elijah, uh, right? Eli. But apparently Eli. the guy okay. who actually plays him. His name is Elijah Richardson. I looked him up. So that's interesting. I don't know. I didn't look up who he was, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. So Eli answers the door and lets them in, and then he comes in, and this black guy comes up, and you can see Sam's face. He like, what? What's what's, what's going what on doing here? <laughs> what what we doing here? And Isaiah goes into like this long spiel about how, you know, he wanted to see for himself mm-hmm. if the dude that he ripped his arm off mm-hmm. was still alive and if it were true. And he said it is. And he's got a brand new black arm or something he was saying. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, okay. So I'm listening to the exchange. Bucky looks. <sighs> I don't know what the word is. Bucky just looks so sad. Like, he just looks like... shook. Like, it was like, you know, shook. he knew that this was a, someone that he needed to introduce Sam to. But at the same time, I don't think he really understood how difficult of a meeting this was actually going to be for him. <laughs> right. Which, it makes more sense, I guess, when we'll get to that part, it makes more sense why he said what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when they had their little therapy session or whatever. But this is what got me the most about Isaiah's this whole monologue type of thing, where he said that he was locked up for 30 years Mm -hmm. with the government doing testing, taking shots and stuff coming into his cell as well as um, Hydra doing the same thing. And what's crazy to me is that when I was, they don't say this in the show, but they do mention like in a little article that I read about Isaiah, that this wasn't something that he wanted to do, mm-hmm. that he was kind of selected and he was kind of, um, this was done to him mm-hmm. and not something that he requested like Steve. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's so funny because we've heard this in history before. We have heard this in history. And I was telling my husband the other day, I was just like, now Disney will go there with like race and like racism, prejudices and stuff. They kind of go there, but they don't really go there. And I'm just really surprised that they're really going as far as race in this particular story at Disney because they don't, they don't, they'll talk about it and they sprinkle it on. They don't really go as deep. And I think it's funny and like I said, and I might just be reaching too much, but the fact that he was in Baltimore mm-hmm. and the fact that we know that John Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore was known for getting people, just kind of snatching them up and people never seeing them again because they're doing research and stuff on mm-hmm. them. And I keep thinking about Henrietta Lacks, mm-hmm. right? And Henrietta Lacks and how, and if y'all not familiar with Henrietta Lacks, in a nutshell, basically, she had cervical cancer. She went to John Hopkins Hospital for treatment. The doctor took a sample of her cancerous cells and just kept them to study. What they found out about her particular cells is that they replicated like mm-hmm. replicated like crazy. And they can use these cells in like in different types of treatment and all types of research. And they basically did it without her family's permission or her permission. And they have been making bank and money off of it up until I think maybe a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're called HeLa cells. This is a real, this is a real thing. So you can look it up. So that's why I was just like, I don't think it is an accident or a coincidence that he is in Baltimore. And I also just think that it's just like, it's a cautionary tale about why black people are so hesitant about certain scientific things, especially this vaccine, because of stuff like, well, this is fictional, but stuff like this kind of happened already. And we see it. And it's just like, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised, which is why Bucky wanted to go and talk to him. Why there are more super soldiers. I wouldn't be surprised if the blood they took from him was used to make those, um, to inject into those, those other super soldiers. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't, I would not be surprised if Isaiah is the key because technically we know about, we know about Bucky and we know about Sam. Mm -hmm. I mean, Steve, Mm -hmm. right. And now we know about Isaiah. Mm -hmm. They're not going to take the blood from Steve or Bucky to do whatever because people care too much. Nobody knows about Isaiah. They can do whatever the hell they want it. And I understand his mm-hmm. anger. And um, whew, that's my mouthful. I could go on and on, but it, it just it was not lost on me. The correlation of what's going on. But you know, they also claim that this um the history of Isaiah Bradley's character, like it also which I'm sure we would both know, but maybe some other people wouldn't. Like it draws a lot of parallels to the uh, Tuskegee uh syphilis thing. Ooh. Like the okay. same thing that they did, they. <sighs> I mean, you know, there's there's that belief that black people, especially black women, don't feel pain. So this just kind of screams that same thing where they took this man, who ultimately could have been another version of Captain America had they allowed that to happen, and mm-hmm. and look to him to be their. <laughs> 
source of information to get a better understanding of things. And obviously without his consent, without anyone's consent, and they saw nothing wrong with it, especially with this, like if, you know, when he fought Bucky, that was in the 50s, if they, and it was 30 years, so I don't know when he got out, because we don't, they didn't specifically say that, but that also means that this would have happened during that time period where, you know, Mm -hmm. there was, there was, I mean, clearly we still have racial divides now, but some of them were even more intense back then. So it was just, yeah, it was a lot. And there was a certain level of ignorance that came along with this whole conversation from Bucky's side, which is usually the same level of ignorance that's found in a lot of white people when it comes to certain stuff like this and race, because he went there. Obviously, he went there to introduce Sam, but he went there for a reason, but Mm -hmm. almost felt like, okay, well, if I come here and maybe I apologize and let him know that's not who I am. That'll just smooth over everything that happened to this man over the last couple of years. Now, granted, I don't think Bucky knew for 30 years this was happening to him. But right. if in my mind, I think if the stuff that happened to you could have happened to anyone else, let's just assume that maybe this person was created to be an assassin like you. You know the type of trauma that came from that exactly you also know what life was like during the time that isaiah bradley was at his peak mm-hmm. the least you could have done is expected that he this man went through some shit too and you should not have just gone in there thinking you were going to get something from him after he's basically given everything for everything for third and, and probably before that because he was in the military first so right and it's not lost on me either they weren't expecting him to come back they said it was a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. They weren't expecting him to come back from that. They were expecting him to be wiped out with everything mm-hmm. else. All the evidence, all everything. They were just like, oh, well, he won't come back. And then, when you think and about it, not even is. just not expecting him to come back, but of course they would send a black person in to be disposable. <laughs> like They were like, if we are going to lose somebody, it's not going to be one of us. Let's just use them. And like, it makes me think, and I hate that I'm about to draw this parallel, but I know that you would remember it. Do you remember watching the South Park movie? The first one? Vaguely. There's a scene in the movie where they are going to war with Canada and the government says that, well, the, whoever the head of the military says, this is Operation Get Behind the Darkies. And ultimately, they had all the black people in the military go in front, and they oh. were the shield. And then, basically, using them to get rid of all the ammunition. And once they were low, that all the white people who were behind them would then be able to do all their attacks. But their whole goal was to make sure that the white people weren't going to be the ones taken out. Now, fast forward into the movie because Chef was <laughs> Chef was actually like um, deployed in all of this too. So uh-huh. when it <laughs> when it came down to the war, and he was like, he was like, "All right, now remember what I told you." It's as soon as it started, all the black people dropped on the floor. So all the white people who were standing got shot. So I hate that I drew that parallel, but <laughs> it made me think of that almost immediately. Like this is a moment where we would rather send someone out there that no one is going to care about <laughs> to do something Ooh. we're not expecting them to come back from than one of us right i wonder and i and i have so many questions that they really and hopefully we'll get to go into it later on when he makes more i hope he makes more appearances Mm -hmm. but it's just like 
Like, I want to know why did they release him? What was up with that? What were the like, what were the um what, what were the guidelines? Why did they release him? Was it, I mean, they thought it was inhumane. Like, what's up with that? Like, why did they right. want to release him? Why like I just I want to know that. I want to I want to hear his story. See, I am fearful. I am fearful that them going to see him exposes him to people knowing that he exists. Oh, I mm. and I get because I even we know that they easily tracked them before because of Red Wing. My guess, right? And then the police were called in the next scene, so now we know that they mm-hmm. were in that area. So if people are really looking for something, they may be able to find it, and that's what I'm scared of. <laughs> That's true. Or it could be like, what's his name? I want to call that baby Steve so bad. John Walker. I mean, it could easily be them coming into the neighborhood asking questions. And them kids are just like, who? Mm -hmm. What? I I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I don't. Who are are you referring to? So I don't know. Like Isaiah is an old man, but I feel like he could. That's that is the one advantage he would have over John Walker if he were to come is that he is an actual super soldier. Mm -hmm. But I just it's just. That scene was just so heavy for me. And like I kept thinking about it. Like when I tell you, I went to, cause I went to bed kind of late watching it. I woke up the next day thinking about it. When I text you, I was like, I got a lot mm-hmm. to say. I was just like, cause this, 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 ooh. And, 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 St- and Steve being so upset. I was just like, be upset, Steve. Be mm-hmm. upset. I was like, I would be too. Cause don't nobody know. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. And he's, he's just kind of been brushed off like he didn't do anything like oh i get angry thinking about it what's going on well just to throw some stuff out there some we'll call these short fyis i did some research into guy who plays isaiah his name is carl lumley and guess who Mm -hmm. what he has done a lot of work doing voiceovers for dc cartoons Really? Yes, he's been the voice in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited as um, mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter. Oh, Martian Manhunter. He also has been in, he's been in Superman series. He did, voice, did voices there, Batman Beyond. Um, he actually ended up doing a voice in one of the video games for uh, just, well, Injustice. But I just thought it was interesting that he has such a heavy, uh, presence in DC related things, and now here he is mm-hmm. making his way into Marvel. He was actually in Supergirl. What he was? Yeah, I was looking it up. What else did he do that I thought was interesting? Um, it might have just been one of them old shows he was in from back in the day. Oh yeah, he was also in uh, what you call it? Um, Captain America. I mean, not Captain America, but Coming to America. Oh, the new one or the, the old, old one? one? He was a janitor, <laughs> so it was probably before he was known. Oh, yeah, okay. He's a stadium janitor. So I know he's like a heavy heater, heavy heater, heavy hitter in the um, theater world. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mr. Lumbly is no joke. So I'm interested. In and they better not kill him. Right. I'll be pissed. I'm going to be well, pissed. They do try to kill him. It's going, he going down with a fight. But then this also. With a fight. It also makes. Did me... you see him toss that thing into the wall? Yes. <laughs> did, you, did you see it? Did, my thing was this. This was a little metal container. He threw that bad boy so hard it went into the wall, but the can- container itself didn't even bend. It was like that was like someone took a knife and just stabbed it into a wall. There's some power behind oh. that thing. 
power. I was like, and then I started thinking, like naturally, I'm like, hmm. So we have Isaiah in here with this child, who I assumed was a grandchild. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Marvel's going to do, but that grandchild had a role in the comics too. And originally in the comics, he didn't even have superpowers. Like he had done something that gave him powers, but they weren't permanent. And he basically became the leader of the Young Avengers without those powers. He was just good. Mm -hmm. He was really smart. He was very agile, stuff like that. But then something happens and he has to get a blood transfusion from his grandfather, which ultimately Mm. gave him the powers of a super soldier. I don't, I don't I, know if we're going to go that route, but that'll be pretty interesting. What, yeah, if, what if they do come back to the house? They come back to the house and, and granddaddy got to do some stuff to save the son, the grandson. And, Let me tell you something. Yeah. Isaiah has suffered. See, that's the thing. Isaiah has suffered enough. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see no more suffering mm-hmm. for him. I need to see, I need him to prevail and I need him to be honored. That's what I need. So Marvel, whomever, y'all don't, he don't need to suffer no more. But um, I don't know, man. We've been talking about it. We said it last week. I really think they might be setting up Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. I really do. I just, I can't, I just, I can't see why they wouldn't. I just, I don't know. Like you're putting, either you're playing with us, Marvel, or it's just like, it's like the, it's like the obvious route. Mm-hmm. You can't keep introducing these characters that are specific to the Young Avengers and don't think that people aren't going to put two and, and two I, together. I feel more and more confident if they do do it, it's going to be specific to like Disney Plus. Yes. I, I feel like they have some presence in the like the cinematic, well, in the movies or whatever. But I feel like since the majority of them being introduced to series, like yes. it just makes sense that this will be their place, and then mm-hmm. that'll be the other place. But I I can't wait, but. You know, we move quickly in that episode from them being in that whole little tat with Isaiah to going outside and seeing how Disney was going to tackle even more racial tension and issues. They really doing it. Like, I I just couldn't believe, like, I mean, Disney is a capitalist company Mm -hmm. from like, like most companies. I just did not see them taking it all the way mm-hmm. there i just didn't see it and now i'm like i'm like so y'all really going there what's next right. cozy right but they so in the episode they go outside and bucky and sam are going at it because sam is pissed that this man has been out here and no one bothered to tell him bucky does let us know that that steve never knew so this was just mm. a secret that he had but i mean but Te- honestly technically steve wouldn't know mm-hmm. because steve was on ice when isaiah was doing everything he was doing mm-hmm. so i mean that makes sense mm-hmm. that i mean to me it does yep. and Why? by the time I mean, he would have been known. out of like by the time he would have been thawed out isaiah probably would have been still in prison or had been yep. out in in hiding or wherever so he would have never known this even happened as far as he mm-hmm. was concerned there were only two super soldiers him and Bucky by the time he learned that right. Bucky was one also. So but yeah, they're having their little tat outside, going back and forth. And who do we see just come strolling up and no white savior <laughs> as a white savior, basically, these cops just come coming out of nowhere, which is very interesting to me because, you know, having grown up in Kenton, being in the projects, we 
I was very shocked to see how quick those cops showed up because we mm. would call the cops. And by the time they came, people had already dispersed, went and had dinner, you know, <laughs> getting the kids ready for bed. So, but we also didn't have things happen where there was a, a white person there that was in danger. Mm. So. And it's all, and it's, and it's crazy. I'm like, look at these white cops pulling up to this area that they don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Just policing, don't know nothing, don't know nothing. My thing is this, not only do y'all not know what's going on, but then you have two whole ass Avengers staring you in the face, and all you see is a black man arguing with a white guy thinking that this white guy needs your help. Right, and, well, I mean, they don't, well, do they know who these Avengers are? Yeah, because, well, they they remember the guy, his partner was like, yo, these are the Avengers. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't recognize you without the goggles. And I was like, sir, <laughs> but he, so he got to be an Avenger for you to respect him. Like, that's the thing right there. And then in the middle of that I, conversation, another cop strolling up. We had two cops on the scene in less than two minutes. And, and, and Bucky just like, well, wait, what? Huh? What? Mm-hmm. He's, no, we're not. We're fine. What do you mean? Like, what, do you, what danger? Huh? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bucky. Yeah. Oh. But then. <laughs> It hadn't even dawned on me until this episode that we hadn't seen Bucky go to therapy. Is he going every day or something? Look at him. <laughs> Is he going every day or something? Like for him to have missed a therapy session? I don't know. That's what I thought it. I, I was like, well, that hell? Do we don't know how many days have passed and exactly. them flying to other countries and she stuff. She came and got him too. Right. I was like, she cared. Because mm-hmm. she came and got, she came. She could have either just been like, he missed his thing arrest him but she went to where he was so that meant i was like she cares about him mm-hmm. uh, and in that moment i was like she got some, but that scene okay we'll get yeah, there she got but, some but unconventional he, methods but you know yes she she's she's passionate about it she really does care mm-hmm. but then with this staring contest though Childish. <laughs> so I like I really thought like honestly I really thought that this was gonna be like a buddy cop type of situation and in some ways it is but it's also it's got a lot more heart than I thought that it was gonna have mm-hmm. and really kind of exploring some things and um I'm liking it mm-hmm. like this whole exchange between Bucky and um and and Sam and Bucky actually being kind of honest about his feelings mm-hmm. and stuff. And it just touched me. Like, my heart hurt when he was just like, you know, if Steve was wrong to give you the shield, then that means he was wrong about me, too. And I was like, he wasn't wrong about you, brother. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't wrong about you. He wasn't. He wasn't. And I felt so bad because I was like, in that moment, I was just like, he really carries a lot of shame mm-hmm. and a lot of guilt mm-hmm. about what he's done, which is, I'm not expecting him not to, but like, it, it, he really it is. It extends to Lance that I don't think any of us really thought about. Like, he really right. valued the fact that Steve looked at him and told him that he was more than what they had him doing all those years. Mm-hmm. So, like, but then I, I like that Sam came back and basically was like, look, like, has anyone sat down and thought about how much that was for me to actually say, hey, I don't think I deserve this shield. I'm going to give it away. Like, because I'm sure mm-hmm. that had to be a hard decision too for someone who was given the shield by someone that he respected and worked alongside for years mm-hmm. and then feeling like he wasn't essentially good enough to have it. 
That's what he felt like. And he didn't think that they were ready. And I mean, and seeing Isaiah proved his point mm-hmm. to a to like to a certain degree, because it's just like, I have no idea who this man is. Mm-hmm. None. Then y'all really thought they were just gonna let the shield stay with me. Mm-hmm. Nah. And then mm-hmm. you look at him. This man was a black man who was a super soldier who had all of the same abilities as Steve. And no mm-hmm. one knew about it. No one would they would Nobody have never put it. him in a position to do that. Even mm-hmm. in today's climate, we're really gonna sit here and act like the 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 world would have been okay with this black man <laughs> taking on no. the mantle. Even though we know in the comic books, we know that at some point Sam picks up the shield and he's actually Captain America. But there's gonna be some dorky ass, white ass dude talking about, uh, Captain America's white. He's a white guy. Right. He should stay white. Or something crazy. Mm-hmm. And they wanna attribute that to being true to the character. And I'm just like, well, if Sam was Black, I'm about to say Black Panther. My God. <laughs> if he was um, Captain America, like, what? I don't know. I'm interested to see how they're going to do this. Right. I, I really am. But um, yeah. I want Sam to let out some stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I want to know his reasoning, too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we, we haven't still haven't seen those scenes of him training with the S.H.I.E.L.D. So I feel like right. there's still some flashbacks that we still have to see to see. I feel like there's going to have to be a moment where he made that decision. And we should be privy to that moment. Like to see when mm-hmm. he sat down and was like, you know what? I know Steve wanted me to do this, but I just don't think that I can. But so I mean, he said, and we need new heroes. Mm-hmm. But we, we saw heroes. that your boy John Walker is the reason why Bucky was freed. Can't even roll my and eyes. this is when we start to see the asshole in him coming out. Oh yes. Because he had a lot to say. It was almost like he was looking at them like they owed him. I mean, technically, if you want to think about it, they paid the ultimate sacrifice. They did blip. I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, like... I mean, they were literally out here fighting a whole-ass alien who was trying to wipe out civilization again. You just strolled up with your no-powers-having-ass in this suit. And you think that all of... You you gotta earn like I I'm looking at him like you do realize that these people don't respect you because you have not done anything remotely close to what they've done. I mean they've both been in the military too. They've seen yeah. how it is to be on that side of the um anything related to the service. Yeah. So you are not really anything different than them outside of the fact that they risk their lives on epic proportions. Epic with aliens androids and sorcerers and warlocks and shit <laughs> selflessly too you right. never hear them complaining about it or the weight of the responsibility mm-hmm. even even bucky who didn't want to was out there mm-hmm. so oh man something that came to mind this is a theory that i have so right now you know they made it a point and he made it a point multiple times john to make sure that he said that he didn't have powers. You know, they mm-hmm. kept talking about, oh, he had all these and he has great agility, stuff like that, but he's really no superhero. I mm-hmm. feel like at some point he is going to be made into a super soldier. And that's when he's going to lose it. That's when he's going to be becoming that person that you can't control. Because right now, if we being honest, there's nothing that would be stopping Bucky or Sam from whooping this man's ass. Because Not they, they own the same, I mean, Sam what has skills that 
he's learned over the years training with Steve and fighting with everybody else. We got Bucky, who mm-hmm. is a trained assassin. <laughs> and then you got you, who, you know, they're not taking anything from you, but you are not them. Mm-hmm. I feel like if these super uh, soldier serums are out there and eventually anybody can get one, I feel like that's what's going to happen to him. He's going to end up getting one. And that's when we're going to see him. Cause we already see that he's real cocky now. He he's slowly Very. turning into this asshole. I think it's it's that power. Him knowing that he's Captain America now, he feels like people have to automatically respect him. Or the fact that he saw that he had the type of cool as Captain America to get Bucky out of jail. Like these types of things are really like starting to like plant little seeds in his head. So if something does happen and he does finally become that super soldier version of himself, there's nothing that's gonna stop that man from doing stupid shit because he's not gonna feel like anyone can tell him what to do and i really want to see him if that's the case i really want him to go head to head with bucky and i want bucky oh, to man. kick his ass oh my god do you know the joy that oh my I god i love oh my god i love bucky mm-hmm. that arm i i really feel for him as a character but i really want him to beat up on john walker ass i really do mm-hmm. i really do so i mean I don't know. We got what four more episodes left. We got four left. I'm, first of all, can we just say I'm mad we didn't get eight like Wandavision? Right. That's number one. Six. Six episodes. I don't know how they wrap the story up in six episodes. I don't. But you know, with Wandavision, you know they've all. Some people were saying that all of the series will have the exact same runtime, which is why you know, like Wandavision started off with smaller episodes and then they started mm-hmm. to get larger. So they're saying because of the length of the episodes and the number of episodes, they still end up having the same runtime. So the rumor that I've heard is that all of the series will be like six episodes, same length that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is. Whether that's going to be true or not, I don't know. I would love to see them for a second season. I feel like they have... Feel like they could go with second season yeah at the very least if they do a second with. season do a second season that's going to give you a way to hand this off to some other people because in the comments the the, the little latino guy he becomes falcon mm-hmm. and let's say something does happen and um eli becomes like a, a super soldier and is like a, i think what he goes by patriot mm-hmm I mean, that could be a handoff, too, from, I guess, I guess that would be Bucky handing it off to another super soldier while you got a regular person, like Joaquin, I forgot what his last name is. But in the comic books, if I'm not mistaken, um, what's his name, Torres, Mm -hmm. is experimented on. It's not something that. Cause I think they mentioned. Did they mention the power broker? I feel like they mentioned the power That's broker. The, those are the people that are come uh, that were coming out there. Um, Carly. Those are the names I was trying right. to think okay. of. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the power broker. Um, they were saying that. Um, he basically um is like a mad scientist type of situation, mm-hmm. and like Torres doesn't get his wings like passing them on like Sam passed them on to him mm-hmm. but more like he was experimented on and he was like like given like he was given these wings and they're like a part of him like there's no taking off like a book bag like Sam does mm-hmm. but like he, it's like they are him 
Um, so they've mentioned the power broker. Like, I don't know how they're going to go, but that's, that's what I've read and that's what I've heard. Um, so it would be interesting. Um, I'm still curious the part what, what part Zemo would play. Yeah. Well, you know, based off um, of how the episode ended, they were going to him because they knew that if anyone understood a Hydra, then it would be him because Hydra was the one who was doing the was I think they were the ones that were also doing the experiments on Isaiah. And Hydra was also the people I think who developed the super um soldier serum. So if anyone had an yes. understanding of that serum, it would probably be him. Right. So um but Zemo, I thought, maybe and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but this was in the movie. And then I'll go back to Isaiah in a second. But I thought that in the movie, Zemo, and maybe I should do more research on him as far as the comic books is, is concerned, but Zemo, I thought that his whole motivation was just to get back at the Avengers. So he really didn't know. I mean, I mean, he researched Hydra. He knew about them, but like not to like, I don't know, not like he was a part of Hydra. If that yeah, makes sense. I don't think he was a part of them, but I think he was very obsessed with it to the point mm. where, you know, I would, let's call him a super fan, like a, like a <laughs> okay. Hydra super fan. Okay. But I mean, that's crazy. Oh, and then with Isaiah, yeah, because he was just like, he was talking to Bucky. He was like, and your boys was coming in there too. Mm-hmm. So he knew, ah, man. I... Y'all, Isaiah has really had a maybe, I have a soft spot for him right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't accept anything but success and honoring on this, <laughs> on this point forward. So Marvel, you better get it right. But um, yeah, so the power broker, he's been mentioned. In the com and in the comics, in the, the um the credit he's been mentioned. He's been mentioned by name by the cast. So this should be interesting. So in the movie, Zemo's motivation stemmed from okay, so his family was in Sokovia when the mm-hmm. whole Ultron, Age of Ultron thing happened and they all died. Yes. So right. his goal was to to turn everybody against each other to take down the the Avengers, right? And it ha- it worked. Mm-hmm. It did. That well, was, it was that was a well thought out plan. I just you know mm-hmm. you had to really think that you out took to the time and studied because you had to research and, and find out those those trigger words that actually caused them to kind of flip out like that too. Now I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Um, I have so like so many theories, but I'm wondering with Zemo being introduced into this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna say those words to the actual to those those new super soldiers that we saw on the 18 wheelers? Are they still under that same thing? And I never um, understood were those because in my mind I thought that someone like Bucky, he was made a super soldier. And then a part of that transition is that they, you know, kind of brainwashed him to be able to tell him, like, if someone says this, then then you react this way. I don't mm-hmm. know if it, it is like just because they're a super soldier, because wouldn't that technically mean that Steve should have reacted in the same way, too, if he would have ever heard something well, like that. Right. But also, like, depending on where they came from. Mm-hmm. Right. But he did mention that there were more of them. But these, they look young. So I don't know, like, what, like, what their story is. But, like, if they were with Hydra, 
then of course they would know whenever those words were spoken to them, a, you know, a switch would flip and they would go do whatever it is that they needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if they are aligned with Hydra. <laughs> like, we don't know what their story is um, or why they felt the need to become like these visual aunties. Mm-hmm. Visual racists. <laughs> um, but I don't, like, I don't know. We don't, we still don't know much about them. So I don't know, but I feel like I'm thinking like I feel like if it were more of them, mm-hmm. they would be more not more Bucky's age because Bucky's 100, but they would look more along the lines of the age of Bucky. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like Bucky's like what 20 or 30 something. I don't know. Yeah, even though what he's technically what 106. <laughs> yeah, he's 106. I wonder how old. Um, Isaiah is. That's what I really want to know. Like, is he, like, true age? Like, was he, like, a young kid in the 50s? Yeah. And, and like, as he aged, he just... Yeah. Or was he 106, too? Like, yeah, and that also made me wonder, like, for some reason, I just assumed anyone who would take, like, a super serum like that would age slow. <coughs> Slower. Yes. But I don't know if that really happened. Like when you look at um, I mean, Steve, you know he was frozen, but when he came out, it seemed like he aged at the normal rate after he was thawed out. Because yeah. at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. dude was just an old man. He was an old man, but like, how long had he lived though? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we knew we knew that he was probably happy with Peggy or whatever, and we know Peggy she dies or whatever. Mm-hmm. She looked elderly as hell too, but we don't know. When we see Steve, we don't know what type. We know he's lived a long life. We do know that. That's you know because of how he looks. Um, but I, mm, I don't know. Mm. What if Steve is like two hundred or something? <laughs> I don't know. So you, did you catch the? I feel like next episode Sharon is going to be coming. Sharon is um, Agent Thirteen. Peggy so bad, but. Mm-hmm. Because you notice that he, Sam referenced her. He does? He, he referenced her in the last episode because he was talking about, I guess. Stealing it. Yeah. Like, you know, do you realize what happened to us? We were on the run for two years and Sharon was like, that. I think on like a most wanted list or some crap like mm-hmm. that. So I have a feeling like that was just a subtle reference and that she'll actually return as herself in this next episode. I mean, because she ain't got before I mean, episodes to choose from. And I'm... Right. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't... Be, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she's aligned with the Flag Smashers. Mm. Yeah, we, could, we don't know what happened during the blip with her. We don't, we don't know. Or where she was mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, we don't we don't know. Do we know if she blipped? Yeah, we don't know what size she's aligned to. Because she wasn't at the funeral, mm-hmm. was she? She wasn't at Tony Stark's funeral, right? I don't think so. There was a lot of them there, but I don't know if I don't think she was there. Let's see. I don't <coughs> think so. She was still on the run, wasn't she? Um, possibly, but at that point, I guess they wouldn't have been on the run anymore because, well, no, because Captain America was still on the run too. They just happened to resurface around the time all the shit went down in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But by in game, I guess they probably wouldn't have been <laughs> they wouldn't have cared. Like half the world was mm-hmm. gone, so Right. It wouldn't have mattered if she was a dead or alive or on the run. It wouldn't matter. They don't care. They have bigger fish to fry. 
or being the flag smasher, who knows? I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised. That's one of my theories. I think she's a part of the flag smashers. Um, um, which she'll probably be, if she's a part of the flag smasher, flag smasher, she'll probably be instrumental in getting them to turn to kind of be on Bucky and Sam's side. Um, Did they actually say that she apparently was still on the run? <laughs> and mm-hmm. that this show is going to show us what she's been doing during that time. Wow. Mm-hmm. I want to call her Peggy Jr. <laughs> that's her new name. Not Peggy Jr. Her new name is Peggy Jr. And that's it. Peggy Jr., I like that. Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to wrap up, man. I just. Yeah. I, I'm really I'm interested so in anyone who's trying to kill Carly. And those people, like that's gonna be, like, who's that villain going to be? And then I don't know what is the outcome of this series supposed to be. Is it supposed to impact significantly some of these others as well? Like they claim that WandaVision was gonna do with Doctor Strange and stuff like that. Which it does. And um, what I did not know was that on WandaVision at the end, the music playing was Doctor Strange's music, and I was like, uh uh. Mm. And I had to go listen, and it is. Oh, so that links them. Yeah, plus she was so doing yeah, the astral projection like, too. Mhm. So I was like, oh, okay. So, so we know that link, but then maybe I read, maybe I want to read <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, that this show might do no, nah, that that wouldn't make sense. So, something about um Black Widow story, something about her story, um. Hmm was going to be mentioned or something here, but I was like, that's not, how can that be if the Black, Pan- Black Panther, Black Widow happens bef- like in between Civil War and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So, and, or is it going to, is it going to connect a movie? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what they've said so far. Though. So what if it's just a standalone show? And I'm fine with that too. I'm really fine with them having a second season using this season to kind of work through their issues to become better partners and then next season they do something big mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i would end it be shocked who's hold on oh. who's songbird yeah but all right y'all well that is the end of episode two we will be back next monday with episode three <laughs> hopefully oh God, we are doing this like Hopefully Dovecat will have finished watching the Snyder Cut by then. And Yes. I'm gonna go watch. Cause what I really want to do right now is go back to my couch and look at Discovery, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna go and finish um Justice League. But I feel like I got like two hours left. Oh yeah, but remember you can always break it into parts because you know it, you have those you know segments. I thought this is what I thought. When you told me there was I was like I really thought it was four parts of the movie. Oh, that right? that was going to be like, I'm going to choose this part. Yeah, well, not that, oh. but like I thought it was like four parts, but like four big chunks, oh, no. right? But it is four parts. I mean, I mean, but these these parts are like 20, 30 minutes at a time. It seems like yeah, it's like I and think there's like, seven, <laughs> six or seven parts or something like that. Hmm. Oh, I was like, this is a lot, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. What are your thoughts so far? I have far? so much content. So far, I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, I do want to say this, though, is that I'm not really that harsh a critic 
when it comes to superhero movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I thought Justice League was whack. Um, I thought that um, Superman was whack, which is why I didn't watch Superman versus Spider-Man because, I mean, Batman because it was whack. Mm-hmm. Um, did Ben Affleck have a standalone Batman movie? He did not. That was actually supposed to be okay. the plan that after this Justice League, they were going to then go back and make a Batman standalone. Um, but then... Back, uh, they say Ben Affleck pulled out. He didn't want to do it anymore. And now we're going to have this new The Batman, I think, with Robert Pattinson in it. And I don't know. I don't <laughs> know how this is going to go. They claim, I mean, they claim but, he's good. And um, Miss Kravitz I mean, says it was a, he's a good Batman. And, you know, she's Catwoman. So you'll see. But, Lenny, but I mean... Zoe, I, I, what's her name? What's her name? I think it's Zoe Kravitz. Z- Zoe Kravitz. I um, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be the judge. <laughs> I'll be the judge because I mean, I've seen, I'm not, I've seen Robert Pattinson, of course, in Twilight. I've seen all of them. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in a few other movies outside of that. So I'm, he is not that he can't act, but I'm wondering if he can do the whole broody torture billionaire and i think he's supposed character. to be like a younger batman because you know ben affleck's okay. version was kind of old i think he and i didn't hate him that's the thing i didn't hate him as batman i didn't hate him as batman i didn't um, like oh you there's a, actually a scene in the movie where they're fighting um steppenwolf and he looks so stiff and it it really drives me. <laughs> he's like he's fighting one of the little things. Can't remember mm-hmm. the name, but he does this little roundhouse kick thing, and it just looks like it just hurt to lift his leg. But I was just like, probably did. <laughs> yeah, probably did because you know he won't. And his his suit is bulky; like it makes him look he like really big when he's not. <laughs> um, I was about to say something. I lost it just that quick. Oh, Black Adam, what's up with that? I don't with. I, I keep seeing the little <laughs> screenshots for it and stuff, but I'm just like, I'm not familiar. So officially, that is going to be happening. Like for a long time, it was a rumor. Then it finally got. They finally said yes. Black Adam is happening, and The Rock is going to be starring as Black Ant Black Adam. He. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. He is like a villain. He's a bad guy. I thought he was. I thought he was like a bad guy. I think he's like a bad. Is he the one that's always going against um, Shazam? Yeah, he's. I think he's Shazam's villain. Oh, I don't, I don't, I'm. You know, well, Shazam. The movie was actually shockingly entertaining. Was it though? Yes, like, and this is coming from me because you know I'm a, I'm very critical of these films. Yes, so I was actually very shocked at how no. entertaining it was. Um, oh, it, like funny. Yeah, it was funny. Island. It was it had decent action in it. Um, and then I was shocked by Megan Good randomly being in it. That was shocking for me. But yeah, was she a love interest or was she no, just there? No, so like, like in Shazam, <clears throat> there's like. I think the kid in Shazam is like an orphan or something. He's adopted and he's in his house with all these other kids. Mm-hmm. And so if you know like in Shazam and 
you nerds that may be here to correct me, feel free. I don't know. I ain't read the comics. I'm only going by the movie, so <clears throat> and Justice League Dark, because it was referenced in that too. But he Shazam is actually a kid. Mm-hmm. And when he screams like Shazam, it like you'll see like lightning strike him and then he becomes mm-hmm. like a big man. Like that's how he is in okay. the comics. Like he's He's a kid, okay. almost like that's why it makes him like the ultimate superhero because you would never look at a kid and think that he's going to be this big man that's actually running right. around all this power. Well, <clears throat> in the movie, there's a. I feel like I'm kind of ruining this a little bit. It's kind of. I might watch it. I might. People not. who. Spoiler alert! Well, then, people yeah. who haven't seen Shazam. Yeah, so like in the movie, there's a moment where that that power that makes him this adult is distributed amongst the kids too so in the movie you see him and then all the other kids fighting with him and the little black oh. girl growth when she does her she turns into megan good now what oh. makes it funny is that when they do this they become like these big people but they still have the mind of a kid so like when they're fighting like when she was fighting she did something that was so cute to me and it was just like oh i love it like you you're gonna literally have moments where you're just smiling because you forget like in all these other movies we've always seen them just as adults that turn into superheroes or whatever you have a child that suddenly has powers and you see how they're trying to learn how the powers are how they're so geek when they do random things because when he does it he tells other kids so they're like, oh, you should try doing this. And then they, they're outside just randomly doing shit. <laughs> and he's like having to remember like, no, I can, uh, people shouldn't see me do this. I shouldn't. Yeah, so it's, I think that if you have time, I wouldn't say it's like a go-to. Like you are required to see it because, you know, DC doesn't care about continuity anyway. But nah. I think it's actually a pretty entertaining one. And I feel like you would find those small things funny. Because I was literally sitting over here like, someone has convinced me to watch this shit, and it's going to be awful. And then I watched it, and I was like, well, you know what? It's probably in my top three of the DC movies they've made. Really? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, granted, they have a lot of terrible films, so it doesn't take a lot to get up there, but... Wonder Woman 1984. 1984 is garbage. But, you know, the first Wonder Woman was good. Um, Aquaman had moments. I like Aquaman better. And Shazam. Shazam is like, in fact, just so I'm not feeling like I'm crazy, let me go look at the the reviews really quickly, and then we can finally close out this show because people are probably like, oh, they just rambling now. But yeah, it says it has generally positive reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. It is holding a 90%. Which is why I was surprised that they were doing a second one. I said it did good enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Helen Mary is supposed to be. Oh, that's, I like her. But yeah, you, you'll find it pretty funny. Just because I know you kind of like quirky, funny type things. And- I do like quirky, funny movies. And it, I'll... You know what? Little kid movies make me cry. Well, oh, so, let me write this down. I need to see. I'll it. probably be crying watching Shazam like I was crying watching Raya and the Last Dragon. <sighs> so, just so you know, and I'm going to show it to you, I actually just wrote that down. 
Raya and the Last Dragon. Because I needed to I need to watch that. I've seen it. It's good. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. I watched we went to the movies to go see it. Oh, really? How was it? Like being at the movies. Like we had our mask on with us. We were, oh, it was fine. Wasn't nobody in it. Well, it was like a few people in there. They have it blocked off like they do in restaurants, like the yellow tape, mm-hmm. each aisle that you can't go down. So we just went through one and it was cool. That's how it was um, at the I game. mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't paranoid. At the game that we went to, each they alternated rows for people to sit on and then there were mm-hmm. three seats between each person. So, yeah, it, won't, it wasn't bad at all. We went and he really, really enjoyed it. Caleb really, really enjoyed it and he was talking about the parts he really, really liked, and I mean, <laughs> crying. Okay, me weeping, weeping like a newborn baby. Okay, mm-hmm. I just that movie was so good. Yeah, I gotta watch that, and then you know, I get my final dose of my vaccine tomorrow, so that I can hopefully grow out these other two arms that I've been so desperately waiting on, and then I'm going to turn straight up mag. I'm walking around like, I ain't wearing no mask. You can't make me wear no mask. Oh, okay, I'm not going to do that. That's okay. actually pretty psychotic. And I hope no one takes me it seriously is. there because that's not me. Because even like, just, I, I feel very paranoid still. Out, but I, that's going to be what makes me want to finally go to the movies because I really want to see Black Widow in theaters. Like, that's my goal. I, I, I need to see that in theaters. I do too. I'm going to see, I'm probably, now that I know that the movie theaters are open, and that, I, well, at this point, they're taking precautions to keep people safe. I don't feel bad up in there eating my popcorn. And then when I'm done with my popcorn, put my mask on. Mm-hmm. That hasn't, that, excuse me, that doesn't bother me at all. So um, I'm going to see, um, what's it called? I'm going to see Black Widow. I don't know why I want to say Black Panther. I'm going to see Black Widow. I'm going to see Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to see them. So... You know, yellow. All right. Oh, we got to think of a. Oh, we just call them blurs. I'm just. That's what we're gonna call our listeners, blurs. Oh, blurs. Yeah. I mean, you don't technically have to be a black nerd to listen, Mm-mm. but we gonna call y'all blurs. Yeah, we call y'all that, and then you know, listening to us makes you more of a blur. You learning something from us as we learn this shit. So. We learn it. I'm learning about <laughs> this whole thing. I'm learning the whole thing, but um. It's this has been fun. So I really, really enjoyed it. You got to come back next week. Oh, yes. We will be back next week. And we will talk to y'all then. (laughs) Wow. Bye, guys.